Jump! Authorize. Probe rise! Torpedo rise! Rising hopper! A jump to the sky turns to a rider kick. Bang! Probe rise! Kitty kitty bye! Kitty kitty bye! Bye big shark! Bang that hand drop through concrete. concrete. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Toko Geeks, episode 6, with your host Terrell and... Brad McGinnis from Pop Culture Bento. <laughs> Pop Culture Bento. I feel like I've got him on full-time retainer now. I'm not sure Dude, I'm not even asked about that. Considering, <laughs> you know, we got the Thursday stuff going on for Pop Culture Bento, Wednesday is perfect with me. Yeah, yeah. I, I know we've been trying to get this next episode up for a while now. Um, I'm glad we finally got uh, we finally got back up to to get this out. Oh yeah, um, I just had to deal with a little craziness. Our end, uh, quick rundown. This last weekend, Jack and I went to Anime NYC up in New York, and cold, holy cow, it? It, cold. <laughs> it was it was freaking it was freaking over the top. Uh, we were pretty close to the place. We didn't have to drive anywhere, but like thousands upon thousands of people at this thing, and we had the honor of interviewing a number of really like prestigious guests. We got an early showing of uh, weathering with you. That's not coming out for three months, you know, until January for everybody else, same studio that made uh, your name. And I believe, yeah, I believe it was um, your name. And then the big granddaddy guest, which we were not expecting at all to even like have it burning snow, you know, snowballs chance, you know, the granddaddy legend himself that created Gundam. Uh, he had an interpreter. We were in there. We got to ask one question, but it was like, holy crap, man. When you see one of your idols, it's just, you could feel the tension going on. We oh, also you, had... Uh, you guys ended one-on-one. Yeah. On one. It was like a press... No, press no, 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 no. We couldn't... I mean, that would have been amazing, but uh, considering just like how profile this guy is, I'm pretty sure his time was limited, so that's all we could do. Well, that's cool but nonetheless, was, yeah. Oh, my God, man. It was just a game changer for me. You know, I've never thought I'd be able to do it, so... Me being a, a geek that's been following Gundam for you know how knows how many years, and then finally talking to the guy who started from scratch, like holy shit! Did, did you ask him uh, how, how why is all his gun his Gundam so political? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, somebody so the other groups had some really awesome questions, and uh, they brought that up, and it's almost uh, so you know you. Uh, Yoshiyuki Tomino, he hates everything about war, and for him, Gundam was really a cathartic thing, because he even said, like, a quote, like, I used, I made Gundam as a way to make sure that, like, I didn't kill anybody or lash out in violence toward anything, so, you know, apparently, Tomino has a side that a lot of people don't get to see, but at least he was able to express it in a creative way without anybody getting hurt. You know, like tragic artists, things like that. They translate their their pain and their uh, their anguish through their work. So it looks like he he was the kind of guy that did that. Oh man, they, did they? Um, we, so you went to Anime NYC? Did you guys get a chance to like? Uh, did they have like a giant mech in the lobby or anything like that? No, no. But uh, I'll tell you what they did have. Uh, so you know, since Fate Grand Order, uh, the anime series has come out. The mobile game's still going strong. All that. There is a huge. Uh, expo uh, section for Fate Grand Order. They had props from the game, uh, and they had a stage where a costume contest was going on. So they were asking people to show up and line up, and that was probably the biggest thing in there. And man, people really love to go all, all out on their Fate cosplays. 
Oh, boy. <laughs> Heck, we even have Jack. Got a photo of Jack sitting on the bike from uh, the Fate Grand Order game. It belongs to a like a lightning, what do I call it? Like a lightning Yakuza guy, and he's got a real rad chopper. And you got, yeah, I seen the picture. It was pretty, pretty freaking yeah. cool. I didn't think we'd be able to sit on it, but yeah, you were totally allowed to. Oh, I wish I had went. I hey, really man, there's it. always next year. And I, uh, I got uh, a Gunpla model real great, an RX 78 X2, thinking like, hey, maybe, you know, Tomino could sign this, but uh, that's he wasn't doing that that time. But hey, I still win win because I get to bring the model back, and I ain't going to make that thing. It's been the first kid I've made in years. Yeah, the last thing I did was a One Piece ship, man. But I, I hate stickers, dude. Like, I hate when they have <laughs> stickers and stuff like that. I rather, yeah. I would rather just like paint it in myself or like do it myself. Um, just because like they don't, they don't stay on. Dude, absolutely. And even at the the con, because I know sometimes the anime will cross in with the Tokusatsu. Yeah, I saw a few Sentai and uh, Kamen Rider cosplays there. It was awesome. What? Yeah, pictures. definitely. You tell me about pictures. <laughs> I, dude, I know I. We were so focused on, so our main hangout spot was, so like in the Merchant Hall slash Artist Alley, we were in between the spot where all the cars were, the arcade games were, and some of the vendors. It was like a sweet strip where only a few people were walking, and that's how we reeled people in. Hmm. But dude, it's always a pleasure to see every kind of cosplay from all corners of the world, people come to this place. It never, this is probably the most overwhelmed I've ever been at a con, and it was just over the top. Yeah, man, that sounds like you had a really good time. I, I really, if I was, dude, if I wasn't never forget on a cruise, I, I definitely would have went. Dude, hey, I'm just glad you got to go on a cruise. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was. There was an eight day cruise. Like, I, I feel like I, I didn't think I would be the guy to get seasick, but uh, it definitely happened. <laughs> oh shit! Really? Yeah. Oh, I had to go to medical. Like, please help me. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude. So that that's the the thing I'm worried about is if I haven't gone on a cruise, so I'm willing to bet that the first like ten minutes of step on, we go out of the dock, boom, start vomiting. I mean, it was, I didn't throw up, thankfully, <laughs> but like I, I definitely felt like the queasiness and like all, everything that came with it. I gotcha, but still, that's like almost just as bad because you know, oh crap, this could tip over in any minute. Absolutely. Yeah, but as long as you had a good time, despite that, hopefully uh, it's all good. Um. So when you when you were at uh, besides, I know you said besides the interviews that you had, um, did you guys actually manage to? Because uh, it was like what a three day con. Uh, yeah, three day con, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Did you guys manage to actually do anything for yourself besides like the actual interviews or anything? Um. You know, we uh, it was mostly. So I I got a full look into Jack's perspective this weekend. Uh, because you know we started this as a hobby and we went from there he views it as more of the serious work side whereas i bring kind of the more fanboy awestruck perspective to things so for for this one especially considering the size we mostly just did uh pod related stuff but we were able to take photos too and so yeah we had plenty of downtime to purchase stuff if we wanted to but we kept it mostly uh podcast related business okay just kind of in and out yes because uh it was just our, our schedule was pretty tight on Sunday, so we took the time on Saturday just to explore everything, and hell, we didn't even hit all the booths. It was that big. Oh, oh. we got to, uh, I, did, I didn't want to forget to throw this in. So, uh, Jack's fiance Sasha, she happens to know the person that did the cover art for the Death Stranding soundtrack. And uh, we got to meet her. Lovely, lovely lady. 
And she what? was talking about how, uh, yeah. So she did the, you can look her up. Uh, she did the cover art for the Death Sound, Death Training soundtrack. And uh, she was telling her story too. Like Kojima was turning people down left and right because he felt like their art didn't mix with his vision. And after like, God knows how many uh, people that were hired on to make the design, she got called up pretty much close to the last minute. She tried a design. She had no idea if it was going to go through. And turns out Kojima loved it and he used it. Wow. I know, yeah. man. That's pretty rad. You get and the thumbs up by Kojima, the crazy <laughs> bastard himself. I have the game too, and um, yes, have not started really playing it yet. I, I got to the part where um, you get sent whatever, but the, the president of the United States sends you on the yes. mission, and, and then I stopped playing it. That was like right before I left. <laughs> Dude, it's um, you know, I'll give a heads up to anybody thinking about it. It is a unique kind of game. It's not going to be for everybody. It's uh, the co- flagship title from Kojima's company. After you got the boot for Konami, screw those guys. And, you know, it's, I call it a palate cleanser because it's like you're doing the Amazon slash UPS delivery thing in a post apocalyptic world. And that's downplaying it a lot, but you are a delivery man, first and foremost. That's happening. You're a delivery man with the fetus on your chest. <laughs> it's coaching man, around the door. Man, I, I tell you this much like, you talking about the, uh, the um, Konami thing, the Kojima thing. Um, yep. Man, games are a lot harder now. Um, but just because Dude, I think no the, kidding. The, 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 just, just from a development standpoint, just because of the pressure to have to put a game out at a certain time, depending on who your developer and stuff is. Um, and that um, Metal Gear Solid Five, for example, was a game that was in development for maybe five years. And it, like, and then we call that and, development hell. And it still wasn't finished because it was just like... Yeah. Kojima was just like, this is still not where I wanted to be. It's still not where I wanted to be. Yep. And, I mean, as you got the final product of it, like, gameplay and everything was cool, but it was missing a oh, dude, lot. Gameplay, gameplay was tight, but the yeah. story was almost... The narrative like, was yeah. gone. It was not the type of Metal Gear that you've come to expect from, you know, over the years. Like, you know, especially from, like, yep. Metal Gear Solid, where, like, it was real narrative heavy. Like, you still got gameplay, but it was real narrative heavy. Like, it, this one was, like, nothing. Like, it was, like, almost, like bare bones with like maybe like two cutscenes and i'm so used to those games yeah, I know. It, it, it probably yeah. made Kojima super sad because he's the guy that like almost wants to make a movie in a video game so you take yeah. that element away yeah. from him and that's like wow it's a kojima game um, in name only a lot a lot of this not to really get into this too heavy but like a lot of like uh that too was like kojima is really out there as you can see by this game right and Dude, he turns urine into monster energy drinks he, in death Stranding. <laughs> he he kind of needs to be, um, from what I've heard from you know a lot of people, he kind of needs to be reined in a little bit, cause some mm. of his stuff is just little too whatever. Like it needs to be like, all right, you need to make this make sense. Like kind of how, like how manga writers have like, uh, edit, like yeah, uh, you might really want to do that. Like, and I think I think Dude, Kon- no Konami was like kind of the balance with him, man, because you could imagine you. you Imagine you—you you see what we got with the Metal Gear games. Like some of that stuff was like, oh, "What yeah. the fuck is going on?" Imagine if we didn't have Konami to be like, "Maybe not." You know what I mean? Like what those games would have been like. But dude, you know. I can I only imagine like with uh, Metal Gear Two. Uh, it's like, all right, we're gonna throw Raiden in there. He's gonna be flipping naked a lot of the game. Kojima, we can't go have him go full full full, full nude. We can't not do <laughs> no full nude, not at all. <laughs> do you remember yeah. that? Oh, when you're running down the hallway, which uh, with yeah, where he's holding balls. his rod, you know, he could do yeah. side hustle right down the hallway. Yeah, that was ridiculous. I love. Oh my god! Ah, uh, 
Um, but yeah, it's it, it, I can imagine it'd be tough to work with these creative types because you want them to bring everything they got to the table and their best ideas, but you can't leave them alone to their own devices for too long or else they might come up with some really batshit crazy stuff. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but so, uh, anything else you want to talk about NYC-wise or? No, nah, man, it just, hey, I want to tell everybody out there, I highly recommend it if you're going from... So for Jack and I, it was our first out-of-state con. Uh, definitely a bigger really? scale. It got Wait, a little overwhelming. Not... But... No, because you guys don't live in Maryland, so that. That's... Oh, sorry, sorry. First, uh, <laughs> I shouldn't say out-of-state. I like first grand trip con, I should say, because we took the bus up there, four-hour ride there, four-hour ride back. But um, yeah, it's a great large-scale con, and if you go with good friends, you're gonna have a blast no matter what. How much was the hotel? Uh, the hotel collectively, it was it was like two hundred something a night. What? That's oh wait, that, yeah. hold on. So you just did three days. So you're talking about what, three hundred a piece? Well, so we uh, we only stayed Saturday night. So we went to the con Saturday and Sunday, and then we came oh, home Sunday so, night. Okay, okay, yeah. So you only well put out yep. hundred bucks a piece. That's not bad. Yep, that's not bad. Not bad yeah, at all. I would I would have done that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we get, we we were the most uh, cost effective solution. Everything turned out great. What, what were the hours? Uh, check out uh, check ins at three p.m. and check out is at twelve. No, I meant hours of the con. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, dingus. Uh, so it was essentially, it starts at like, I think it started like 10, and then it ended, um, and this is like for each day, 9 or 10, and then it would end at 5 slash 6. Ooh, okay, so that's like regular some, con some hours. Some things yeah. went on longer than like the standard con, like hell yeah. though, a Weathering With You movie that ended straight at 5, and you know nobody was being kicked out left or right, so things were still being dismantled. Yes, that's still not bad for over weekend. You guys put out a hundred bucks, still had a bunch of spending money. Um, yep. You know what I mean? And, and you didn't pay for your ticket, so, <laughs> so. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's awesome. And we got to take a crap ton of photos. We got content with the interviews, and we got a first exposure to movies. So we're gonna pop that one. A brief review about that one tomorrow. Actually, hmm. I'm excited. Yeah, I can't it was wait. awesome. That's that's like my uh, my my morning coffee is listening to to your to your to your cast, man. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, but um, just jumping into kind of what um what we've been watching. I um I watched the f- I said I wasn't gonna do this, but I watched the first three episodes of Ryu Soldier. Um, ah, yes. Because I'm like I'm just gonna start watching this because then I'll have Dude, another. F- um. Pretty much basic premise, um, dinosaur, not I want to say ancient tribe, uh, that get their power from like dinosaurs or whatever. Um, they're they, like they dinosaur around table yeah. dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, they, they introduce the, like the, the, they introduce like the passing of the mantle to like the, the kids that are going to mm-hmm. be like the real soldiers. And then like they, not a spoiler or anything, but they kill off like the the people that were like their mentors, like the first episode. So, <laughs> Dude, any any good show, some mentors gotta die. It goes with yeah. superheroes and Sentai, and and they they kill them off, and they become like the souls in their uh, their Ryu soldier. <laughs> yeah, because they're, they're, uh, they're change devices. They uh, look like tiny little knights that yeah. flip, and they insert it in the swords, which had dinosaur heads, and they can open and close it. Yeah. it's a really neat gimmick. I like it. Yeah, I love the uh, the voiceover stuff they do for. For, for that one, 
dude, that's, that's so such good. an underrated element of the Sentai shows in Kamen Rider. If the transformation and trinket noises aren't on point, screw it. You're done. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. it's underrated at all. I think it's, it's it's such a crucial thing and it's very memorable. And it's a big thing, especially because this is this is marketed towards kids. You need something loud. You need something flashy. Loud, something. catchy, not too long. Yeah, keep their yeah. attention. So watch the first three episodes of that. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and watch the the rest of it. Um, I usually find a spot and I download episodes, and they usually have like the commercials and stuff. And because I like to watch the commercials um, in between Dude, absolutely. <laughs> so that's just me. I like and they, this show, and this show has some of the best mech, like mechs in combination Zords I've ever seen in recent years. Because the first, I'll tell you, the first mech battle, it's it makes you feel like. They act, they're actually like radical, fantastic robots, not just these walking stiff metal behemoths. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a lot of energy. It pumps it up from the get go, and it doesn't disappoint. They they found they they found a really good mix between like using the practical and the CGI um, with like I know a yep. lot of the series in the past have like just straight use CGI. Like they 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 don't even use like the uh, they don't use the practical stuff. As, they don't use the suit actors as much for this for the mechs. Um, but like I said, they found the good mechs. Like I want to say, for example, like Lupin Ranger, but first Pattern Ranger. Um, that was yes. like mainly like CGI robots. Yep. Um, and it didn't. It was cool, but it didn't look as good. Right, because <clears throat> no matter how far we get with technology and the effects, at least for the foreseeable future, practical effects are always going to take home the gold in terms of believability. It just yeah. feels more authentic, and when the look is done well enough for the costumes, it's still great. You don't have to change it that much. Give me that puppet Yoda. And I'll tell you, one of the worst defenders, because of the, just the designs of the mechs, freaking Tokuger with the giant-ass train swords. That's one <laughs> I still haven't seen yet. <laughs> I don't, dude, I don't know if I can watch that one. The, the trains? I'm sure the characters and everything are great. I just can't watch the train one. Oh, man. I think, I, th- I think, uh, what was the, even the story of that when they would fight the aliens of some sort, I guess? Dude, <laughs> I, I can't recall. I just know because... You know, something like that seems so outlandish in the States because, like, train commuting culture is much more prevalent over in Japan. So I don't even think the basic message of that would translate as well to uh, U.S. kids. I'm pretty sure they'll they'll find a way to adapt it. Because, um, I mean, they, they have a oh, gap. Oh, dude, they're colorful trains. Like, mine. Yeah, of course kids are going to enjoy it one way or another. They have a gap of Sentai they haven't used, like, because they keep doing these stupid uh, part one, part two season bullshit. Yep. bullshit dude, and, that, and I tell you, that is going to kill the show in the states if they don't turn that around um they didn't i don't think they didn't they didn't do it with beast morphers not yet yeah they didn't do like the super beast well, morphers thing. yeah because <laughs> yeah I, I don't know why they were doing that but they need to stop doing it, it, it i'd might, rather i'd rather them it, just it, take it a break funny. yeah i'd rather them just take breaks and be like all right the show's coming back january or whatever um whereas though like in japan they don't really take breaks it's like straight week to week to week to week to week and they might have like a Dude, like a week yeah. off I, it may have like what maybe one or maybe two weeks off and then it's just yep. yeah <laughs> so they go to the grind a lot harder than in this neck of the woods and i still won't forgive uh what power rangers uh megaforce did with go kaiger oh god <laughs> F just that. disrespectful just, just straight disrespectful. Like I don't care how many times you bring Tommy Oliver back, man. It's not gonna make it good. Like, nope. ugh, I, I was hurt because I'm seen... considering it's one of the. I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go for it. No, I was gonna say I, I seen, no, I, mean, you... I seen, I seen that movie, the 144, and then I was just like, they only use like 
they didn't even use. I don't even think they used the footage. Like they, they might have used like the first Dude, thirty seconds of the movie, um, at the at the first episode, and they never go back to that again. Like it was just. Well, like, see, that's the thing that Hydra had going for it so hard in Japan. They have all the rights for all the Sentai series before it, so they could pull, put a blindfold on, put a hand in a bag full of figurines, and pull out whatever the hell they want. That's not the case with Power Rangers. The pull is a lot smaller compared to some of the earlier series. Yeah. But, it, dude, I know, it's... And since Gokaiger was one of the, like, in my opinion, one of the best recent, fairly recent Sentai series, it's just a damn shame how they treated them like that. Yeah, and I appreciate that they continue to bring Marvelous back because he's such, like, a freaking popular yes. character. <laughs> mm. like, I do. Everybody loves Marvelous. <laughs> it, it only makes sense to have that character stay around. He continues to look the same, too. Because, um, that what was that, like, 20... Yeah, no, he doesn't... 2013, <laughs> like I was like 2013, and he still looks the same. I mean, kind of, but Japanese people don't really age like here. that. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's true. Unlike, and sometimes, and Jack was just making a funny joke about it. That's like they age really well until 60, and then Father Time whacks them with the stick. <laughs> they they age like Saiyans. <laughs> <laughs> they stay in their prime a real long time, and then they go rapidly downhill. <laughs> Stay, stay youthful enough, long enough to fight until like the seventies, eighties. <laughs> like, yeah, there's no retirement program for saints. There ain't no nursing homes. Oh man. So yeah, but um, but I, but I watched um, actually while I was at work, I watched a couple episodes of Ryu Soldier, um, and um, that was pretty much that one right there. Um, and nice. I have uh four more episodes of Build. I have four more episodes to build. Uh, Dude. So I am up to the part uh, now where, um, of course, he has access to the genius bottle, which is freaking yes. fantastic. <laughs> it was a, I was it, just... Yeah, it, it took... So when I first looked at it, it was like, okay, this is rad. Not sure what to think about it 100% yet, but like two episodes after, it grew on me. Love the design incorporating all the bottles. It's just intense. And hell, I loved Rabbit Rabbit and Tank Tank. I knew those weren't going to be the final ones, but damn, was that probably such a cool like mid to end season upgrade form. Yeah. Two of my favorites, although I know Rabbit Tank Sparkling had the flair all the way. Yeah, it only got like, I want to count on, on one hand, I think Sparkling got probably like five episodes maybe total. Dude, it was just one of those stepping stone upgrades, and it's unfortunate because I thought it looked really badass. Ugh. Well, just, I, like, yeah. um, just like um, uh, just like Banjo's uh, uh, magma form. No, no, no. Uh, the one before that, the, the uh, dragon form, clash. Like the first yeah, one, the clash driver form. Yeah, he had the uh, the dragon jelly. Jelly <laughs> that lasted like two seconds. And he was like, "Yeah, we're not, we're not using uh, um, the build driver or the driver 2.0 anymore." And then he just yeah, went. And it had drawbacks to it too. Whereas he gets the you know the magma fist, mag. See magma, boom, no problem. Yeah, that, I love that form. By the way, that's that's my only. So just talking about Bill, that's my only problem with the show. Is kind of consistency, I, I, and I get this. They they had to push toys as a kid show, um, but like consistency with forms and weapons, right? Oh, dude, absolutely. Um, like yeah, like I'd be watching the episode. Like, yep. Why is he not using the sword? Why is he not using the the gun thingy? Like, <laughs> it's like you have access to it. Like, and I, and I, it's like they just kind of just want to showcase them just punching each other. Sometimes I'm like, just use your weapons. Like, you have a whole long range of advantage. Like, um, 
And then, and then he, like, I guess it's just that kind of balance where if you want to if you want to see if you want a scene to feel a little more, bit more gritty and drive the point home, then the fist fight comes in. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I get that, but I'm like, they had a a whole d- the dumb big ass sword gun that he creates for the rapid rapid yes. tank tank form. I love that thing. I'm like, I love that right, thing. Where is it? Like, I'm I'm like towards the end of the series, <laughs> and um, Evil. Who's like the the most ridiculous villain ever, right? Like, come right as dude. Like, seriously, he just wants to kill everything and everyone. Like, wow. I'm like, what's your plan, dude? All right, he's back and forth, back and forth. He's like, I want to wipe out the planet. No, nah, I don't want to wipe out the planet. Now I got feelings, so I don't want to wipe out the planet. <laughs> like, 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 what's going on? Um, yeah, dude, if you're gonna be omnicidal maniac. At least stick to it. But I do appreciate that he sticks to his word and kills the people that he says he's gonna kill. So yes. I was like, there is an odd form of respect that comes from that. It's like you might be an evil bastard, but you're an evil bastard that uh, <laughs> sticks to his word. And that's that's one thing I can say about like Camarader or like and like Super Sentai is like when they kill a character, usually that character stays dead. Like, they oh, don't, yeah, man, they don't go with the superhero resurrection bullshit. Yeah, they don't. Nice. They don't do the the oh that character just pops up and turn and becomes another ranger, Tommy. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's put it, they straight up show a character die, whether they get like impaled or blown up or whatever the case may be, or disintegrated. Cause a lot of people get like disintegrated or just straight die built. Yeah. Which is, which is weird. It's like, Oh, we're going to raise you. We're going to raise your hazard level. Uh, but if you drop once that's game over, I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> and these people are like, okay, no problem. Um, but, uh, I man, I can't, it's been a fun ride so far for the show. Uh, I'm kind of, I kind of want to enjoy the last four episodes with a steak, but I kind of just want to move on to Zio with this point. I'm, I'm with you, dude. Um, and Zio is a trip too. It's, uh, you know, it, it, it is an anniversary series, you know, like decade was. And, um, it's, it's just fun to see a lot of the old writers and the old actors come back into play and see what the suits designs are for uh for zio himself yeah i did watch the i watched the first three or four episodes of zio so i did see up to the point where they did do the build thing which was like the first because they, they at first they were going in order and then they just started like skipping around yeah he went to build then he went to x8 so he saw the doctor from x8 um i cannot remember his name um and then they, it was weird because they was kind of like when he would go back and take the the power from them, then that yeah, the universe, ride, the ride watch. yeah, then that you that didn't exist anymore. Um, and for the most part, some of the some of the shows exist in a, in a separate universe from the other shows. Yeah, this show's mm-hmm. a little screwy when it comes to that. Not gonna lie. So time travel is a crazy thing. I mean, if you watch like Dude, Doctor Who and Star Trek, but with time so. travel fuckery all around, absolutely. And I love the premise for the show because. They, they go early on that you know that this guy in some alternate future or maybe the main one, he's actually going to turn into a dark emperor king version yes. of himself that subjugates the entire effing planet. So you're like, whoa, that's awesome. And two, can I really root for this guy? I don't know. So you're going to be on edge the entire time, even though he's the protag of the series. Yeah, so I guess I'm 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 pretty excited to, to jump into to Zio after after I watch the movies and everything for Build, of course, and the specials and of course. But I'll I'll probably just simultaneously do that back and forth because <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to wear myself out with Sentai. <laughs> oh, dude, absolutely. Yeah, the the movies themselves are usually like a a nice breather, so you can just sit back and enjoy contained story and geek out on all the the common Rider collab and team ups that show up. Yeah, because the last one I saw was um, the Drive and Guy movie, and I was just like, "Oh, so Guy just becomes a god? What? 
What's going yes. on? Yes. He, <laughs> like, he becomes plant Jesus. Or fruit I was, Jesus. I was, fruit like, Jesus. What? I was like, what is... This is wild, man. Like, um, but but uh, but definitely build, man. I, I highly recommend that that show. I'm not done with it yet. Um, kind of, I guess like I think I've said it before, but like once once I finish the last four, I want to go more in depth um, into that and just kind of do it overall. Um, but uh, uh, dude, absolutely. Hey, I want to give a quick shout out. Probably if we're going for like favorite sleek designs or just like uh rule of uh, reeks of cool design gonna give it to common rider rogue love it which rogue uh og rogue okay original <laughs> yeah <laughs> like... bad rogue eh. og rogue has probably one of the, <laughs> the, the palette you know the, the purple light blue the white the crack marks awesome yeah it was pretty cool Absolutely. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We talking about we talking about the bat rogue, or we talking about the the crocodile? Oh rogue? no, no, my bad, my bad. Uh, rogue, you're thinking of uh, Steam, I believe. They were using they were using the Steam engine. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's so it's a Bloodstock, and then the other one is um. It was the bat. It was the bat one that what's the name? Yeah. Was using, uh, Gen- Gentoku was using at first. Exactly. How do I not remember that one? Well, because yeah, he later. Everybody changes identities at one point and he's in the like, show. Crocodile and rogue or rogue like Yeah, Gento it's uh Gintoku Himuro Himuro who is the uh common rider rogue. And then like you said Mad Rogue was the other dude who was just like, Oh I got powers now. Like, yeah, okay. he goes fucking insane. He's like, Yeah, I'm serving Ebolto, dude. He's totally gonna kill your ass too. I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, Yeah, I'm gonna join you, no problem. <laughs> it's like Dude, rule number one, never trust the bad guy when he promises oh, you stuff. You just see him killing your friends and family. He's going to kill you at some point. <laughs> but uh, speak, but Gintoku, man, uh, man, you talk about like character development over the show. This is a Seriously. character that like you didn't know what was up at first. He started off as like, okay, this this character that was like, all right, I'm, I'm trying to get this war going so that you know we can make use of the rider system. And then he became like a villain, and then he came back, and then he was like, now he's hero now. But it's 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 weird. Like it's it's so weird how um, this type of stuff could be advertised to kids in like Japan versus like America. Um, well, dude, those, they those treat the Japanese kids with more uh, more maturity and respect than they do over here. Common um, Rider has always been it's never been afraid to tackle like really hard subjects and concepts. Whereas if you do like the the comparison. Or Power Rangers even versus Sentai, it's toned down over here. It definitely is. And that sucks, because I feel like, especially nowadays, the kids can handle the tougher concepts. And don't get me wrong, like that those shows definitely have a um like a humorous tone, like a kid like a yeah. kid, whatever. Oh, they, they have a gag, like kind of a gag comic moments. But it, like, yep. when it gets serious, it gets serious. You know what I mean? Like so Absolutely. when that's what I'm saying, like the demographic for the show, even though it's like aimed towards kids it's pretty versatile and I think it's more whatever, like towards like, of course, like teenagers and adults, because we're, you know, we're the ones who can afford the toys, but yep. <laughs> which keeps these, which keeps this thing going, keeps um, the train rolling. you know, they keep, they keep, keep me buying these toys. Um, but, um, and it's working. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause like I said, I, I got the, I actually got the, um, the zero one belt, which I ordered and I got a couple of progress keys coming now. Um, and then they just, um, they just announced the, um, Burby. The Hopper Shining or Hopper Burning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the uh, <laughs> first like, upgrade form for uh, Zero One. It's always an upgrade. But yes, the movie, which is the, uh, was it Raybo First Generation? Yes. Yeah. 
Um, what did you think about that? It didn't really show too much, I don't think, in the trailer. It's kind of like Not outside too much. the suit scenes. Uh, I mean, they had the – so we got the uh, the villain rider showing up, uh, and we have a lot of elements from ZO2, and that's going to play a huge part. And we have the alternate form of uh, Zero One, Zero Zero One, which he uses, I believe, just the uh, the grasshopper progress in a force rise driver, or the uh, the you know the antagonist driver. And <laughs> oh, man. yeah, so I, I, I mean, can't remember the title of their driver off the top of my head. So, yeah. um, I'm surprised because doesn't doesn't Zio see um doesn't Zio see Zero One before the movie? Uh, yeah. when they do like the past the torch episode. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it, it make it, it definitely makes it definitely makes sense for Zio to periodically appear, um, like going forward, just because he's a time traveler. Yep. <laughs> um, I mean, they but, even cover that like within the show too. There are uh, writers from the future that pop into the main Zio timeline occasionally. I think I think the biggest I think the biggest issue with not the movies but like the series itself when they do anniversary seasons is like trying to get those old actors back. Not necessarily suit actors because you can get suit actors all you can put anybody right, in a suit. The and, face of the character, the yeah. person that the non-fighting. Yeah. So and it's I, tough, dude. If they get too old, you're not going to believe it. Yeah, I mean, you can believe the passing of time, but I mean, like, cause uh, again, Toku was, cause one, the dude was like thirty. <laughs> the dude that plays yeah. Stalk is clearly like in his forties. Yep. <laughs> like, but he's not in the suit. You know what I mean? Like, right. So, and that, that was one of those things I wanted to, I wanted to kind of see the behind the scenes. Like, is there ever a point where like the actor is actually in the suit? Um, actually, that's a good question. I never like, really thought. I always thought it was just a double that could fit the proportions of the suit and could do all the necessary acrobatics and choreographed fight scenes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they never really they never really show like too much like helmet off or like whatever situation like or even when they do like the the live shows they do in Japan. Yeah. You don't they don't they'll like turn the lights off and then they'll come back out <laughs> with the with the other form or whatever. Yeah, but, I mean that totally makes sense unless the main actor is like a you know crazy martial arts fitness uh parkour nut beforehand and he fit the profile for both the out of suit role and the in suit role yeah i think i think i think sentai is the only one where they have like removable helmets like common rider yeah. they don't they don't do the removable helmet thing because nope, it's a full package when they transform it's not just i guess considered like a suit or an outfit yeah and then like um with with um build it's the way they the way they show it from from a per- first person view it's like he's almost like in um and like a mech suit with like the scanners and stuff yep. inside the suit um, but yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's 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 I always wanted to definitely see that. Um, what was I about to say? Yeah, so the movie comes out, I think this next month. So that means we won't see it probably until like April or May. Yeah, like, until, like, right. until they start doing like Blu-ray and DVD release. So that's yep. that's one of those things that I'm trying to like get now and collect, just because like I'm trying to get more like. Uh, more physical media for uh, for Kamen Rider because I know we're never gonna get that license here, man. That's just dude. I know it would be it'd be Brad, but I think with and there's there have been two attempts in the past. Uh, so uh, I think he, so they they went for a black black RX adaptation. I think it was just called um, damn it. Um, was it Kamen Rider or Kamen Rider Black? Well, yeah. They, but the title they used for the American show and it popped up on Fox Kids. I Mass, forget what they call it. Mass Rider. 
Yeah, Master Rider. Um, and they also did it with uh, Ryuki, but they called it um, Dragon Knight. Yeah, Dragon Knight. Which so all episodes are on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, they're all they're all there. But uh, it looks like since it's been quite some time since they ever tried it again, maybe those just weren't commercially viable, which is a shame. That sucks. Tell me about it. It's it w- if it was done in the right way. I mean, it could easily rival the popularity of Power Rangers, or, or at least come somewhere close. I mean, the only play if I feel like they, I feel like they could definitely do it now. Because um, I mean, like Hasbro, you know, now that uh, Nickelodeon has kind of the reins for that. Yep. Um, but I think they would, they would have to go back and get the uh, the rights to the Kamen Rider stuff because I know they have the they have Super Sentai rights to the Super Sentai footage and stuff like that. Um, but we'll definitely, we'll definitely see. Uh, I would definitely like to see him give it another try. But what series, what series, like, if you think they brought it back with, will be the best series that they do a revival with? Damn. Uh, so taking into account the American audience and the age of some of the shows, if I were to go with one. Cause you can't, you can't do, can't do Zio. Nope. I would almost say, I would almost say bring it in with zero one. Actually, that's considering you know the the tech angle. That's universal. Uh, yeah, it could be a fresh start. And it or, um, uh, what's the video game one? Um, oh, uh, X Aid. X Aid. I would say X Aid Zero that One. That work too. Um, build is kind of out there, so no. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd have to go with either X Aid or Zero One. Can't use Ghost. Nope, no, would, definitely not. Definitely they would, not. They would have to rewrite that entirely. I like you still probably use the same thing. I would say I would say they could just because a lot of the the forms are American people. Yep, that they'd be using like Edison and like whatever, um, Mozart, um, Houdini. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think what's what's another one within the Heisei era that they can get away with. I mean, Fours is a high school drama. Drive, so. drive. I mean, it's about cops, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so I would say, I would say, I would definitely say like zero one just as a starter, but probably wait a couple years just to kind of build it up to see what else they put out in this new Ray Raywa era. Raywa era. Man, it's 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 <clears throat> gonna take a while to get used to saying that because I've been all you know saying Heisei for so many years. Right. Um, but yeah, man, I, I can't. Like I said I'm a, I probably I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish build tonight. Um, You're some not point. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a wild ride so far, man. It's been a wild ride. It's confusing with the back and forth and who's who. Like, there is a like, lot of shit going on behind the scenes and for the plot, like no doubt. But uh, I'm glad that the villain has finally revealed his grand scheme after monologuing for 30 episodes. Why? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm like, all right, man. Freaking he's, like, he's like, I'm gonna need you to get. He's like, I need you to get stronger. I'm elite. I'm like, yo. It it was it was one moment in the episode I just watched where it just made so much sense, where um, Kiryu, uh, Sento stopped the villain before he transformed to his final form. He was like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna let you transform to your final form." <laughs> yeah, I was no, like, no. "Nobody does that." Like everybody just stands there and wait. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna wait till you finish. <laughs> wait till you do your whole transform uh, sequence, and then I'll, I'll try to stop you. That's the Dude, first time that I've seen that. Funniest funniest tropes in like live action. Sentai and uh, Kamen Rider. Anime, everything. Yeah, like, dude, anime is so guilty of it. Oh, you're going to uh, power up during the tournament? I'm going to watch you do it. Like, oh. Dude, even, <laughs> even in, uh, you know, anybody that hasn't seen Endgame, but spoilers, even in Endgame, Thanos is just waiting for everybody to come out of the portals. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, okay, this is fine. <laughs> 
And he it's crazy. It's crazy how I love how they show how strong Thanos is. Like he's still working him. <laughs> like they still. Dude, and, and, I think, <laughs> and I think it was because his motivations changed. Because in the yeah. first movie, he just he didn't want to kill everybody outright. He was trying to minimize the collateral damage, so to speak. Even though he killed half the universe, so that's hilarious. But yeah. like at the end game, he's just like you know, fuck it. I'm killing you all. I'm holding nothing back. <laughs> so I think that was the huge changing factor for him. Man, it's a great movie. It is, and I'm so excited to see where Marvel's going to go from here. Because now they're bringing in freaking they're they're bringing in Moon Knight. That's that's awesome. They, they are bringing in Moon Knight, but I, I'm also scared that they have yeah, too much on their, they got too much on their plate. Yep. They just announced a new slate of movies. Um, I think the I think what they're gonna do. I mean, it's still under Kevin Feige. Mm-hmm. Um, they're canceling on like the the ongoing TV show. So like, yep. um, Runaways is getting canceled. Yep. Or they're doing one more season. Um, and it was um, Cloak and Dagger, I think, was the only other one. And then, and then of course, um, Ages of Shield is ending, which yep. was like the only show that was like somewhat related to the MCU at a certain point, like like after I'll season two or three. Agents of Shield did really well with the budget had starting off, and it held in for quite a while. So props. So I, I was kind of upset because they were talking about doing a Ghost Rider TV show on Hulu. Dude, I know everything. They was like, "Yeah, that's not happening." Like, oh my once. god, that, that pissed me off more than I care to admit. Because now I, I, I kind of got an issue. I kind of got an issue, and yet I don't. They're trying to like mainstream everything into the MCU, Bad like, idea. T- TV wise, like which kind of like limits what you can do. Because then that's now true. you're like dancing around the movies and 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 what another person ha- has to write. Um, kind of like kind of as an example, Star Wars. Like you kind of like, it's almost impossible. You can't write; they won't let you write canon anything for Star Wars anymore now, unless it's like the prequel stuff. Like unless it's either before yep. or in between like the movie. So you can't write anything after the movies. Like you can't yeah, write anything <laughs> with people that would probably have some really awesome create creative ideas where to take the story. They're like, nah, you, we gotta wait until the movie comes out. Yeah, and I think that's um, <laughs> I think off topic of Toku for a second, but like the um. The woman that's like running like the Star Wars, whatever or whatever yes. it is, she she made a comment earlier saying like, um, it's harder to to do Star Wars because there's no like, no comics, no media, whatever, to to draw from. What Which I I think she was misinterpreted as, as saying like they have to write all that out. You know what I mean? Like as, as the story mm. progresses, there's nothing in front of where they are. To, okay, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. So like, I mean, that's that's how, that's how it's always been. And, you know, for the longest time, we've had that extended universe of, like, books and the video games and stuff like that, which was canon for a while. But then once, like, Disney was like, nah, scrap, scrap, scrap that. So, only thing that's canon now is, is uh, obviously, the Clone Wars, uh, Rebels, Resistance, yep. and the movies. Uh, also, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, that's um, that's technically considered canon, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I, I have that game, too. So They've <laughs> um, got a redhead protagonist, yes. All right. Um, but yeah, um, I, I can't wait to, um, like I said, um, I think we should, I think would it probably be easier, um, than trying to like cover a whole series that we haven't finished. I say we, I say we pick a movie, um, okay. one of the, one yeah. of the movies that we, that we haven't seen maybe, um, cause I don't know what you've seen and what you haven't seen. So are we talking, so we're talking, um, either Sentai or, uh, I say, I say we roll the dice, either pick like a Sentai movie or a Kamen Rider movie. Okay. And we watch that, and we'll have that ready to to go over. I'm down. Um, that sounds that's awesome. A, I feel like that's a lot easier because, like, once as I'm trying to watch the rest, of the remainder of the series, we still yep. talk about the series and stuff like that. But I feel like just grab one of the movies, like, or or one of the specials or something. Yes, I'm totally down with that. Let me um, 
let me brainstorm that tonight, and then I'll get back with you to you with like a list that I think would be good. And you know, you shoot me whatever you think you want to do too. Yeah. Um, because like, like I said, only only movie Kamen Rider wise that I've seen was the was the Gom Drive, Drive movie, and I seen the other Drive movie where, um, his son comes back from the future. Oh yeah, the uh, yeah the future. Yep. But it's not a son. <laughs> it's, the, the um, crazy, crazy Kamen Rider Drive plot. <laughs> another big thing I like about those movies is that they're canon. Oh, uh, for movie, the most part, I think that's uh, that's a weird one when it comes to Kamen Rider. Because not like anime movies where it's just like this could be between this and this. This matters nothing to the main yeah. story, which always but, makes me hard to get into the spe- like the anime movie specials. To be honest, but yeah, I don't think Kamen Rider has that issue. No, I gotta double check on that. Um, same thing for the Sentai stuff. Like they usually like. Um, have some movie that's like in between this and this. They fight this big bad and for yep. about an hour, and that's, that's it. But uh, but yeah. yep, I will get to brainstorming on that. I can definitely pull a few good quality titles. All right. So we talked. We talked about the the movie that's coming. We talked about um, we talked about the Lord Drake and Lightning Collection toy. No yes. Reason. Wait. <laughs> uh, the Drake and Lightning. They drink. That's going to be in the next wave, I guess. Lord Drake and. Lord Draken. Okay, let me check that. Um, you don't have the uh the game on uh the fighter. Um, oh no, no, no. I, I know, the, I know, I know. You're talking about now. I had to put the face to the name. Yeah, the rad evil uh, alternate evil version of Tommy. You know, yeah. Lord Draken. Yep, I totally know the character. Stoked about the figure coming out. Ah, it's one of those. It's one of those pit holes that I'm scared to get myself into because I want to go back and buy a lot of the Lightning Collection stuff. Because the light, the lightning collection is like Hasbro's start. They're doing like wave one, wave two, and I like yep. that they're bouncing around. They're not like everything's not freaking mighty morphin. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, it's gone from like SPD, like Beast Morphers, um, this season, that season. Um, but don't just like twenty five a piece, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I know it can, it can definitely be uh, a punch to your wallet. But another thing to check out, you can always check out like the comics that cover the story. Those are rad. Yeah, that's that's one of those things I was just about to look up on Amazon because I've been wanting to buy like the trades for that because I've been because I didn't read the Battle for the Grid story, but yep. I heard it was pretty good. That and uh, Go Go Power Rangers, which was like another one that was really good, yes. which they really go into like the um, Go Go Power Rangers gets into like the whatever of the characters, like the real like the the kind of like the personal stories of the characters and like motivation yeah, stuff the like backgrounds, that. Lore, they they, yeah. they flesh out so much more than if you've ever wanted to learn a lot more about the characters and. Like the history of the Power Rangers themselves, the comics are the place to go to. Yeah, I definitely need to buy that. Go to your local comic book store, people. <laughs> yeah, support your local comic book store. Cannot say that enough. I, buy, I, st- I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I still buy a lot of my physical comics, but I do a lot of stuff I don't have access to. I do read digital. Dude, same. I'm guilty of it too. And just the sheer quantity of stuff versus how much I would have to buy otherwise. It's yeah. for a lot of things. It's a no-brainer. I, you know, I hate to admit it, but. Yeah, because I'm signed up for uh, Marvel Unlimited, and I have the DC Universe thing. Where DC Universe gives you access to a bunch of their comics too. Same. That's like seven. Yeah, DC Universe has a very impressive library, and they actually have one up on Marvel because uh, you know they offer their live action and a bunch of movies on there yeah. too. Well, you can always get Disney Plus too, because that's also <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which. Um, but um, yeah, man, like I said, I'm, I'm hoping to. to to figure out a movie for our next episode, dude, absolutely. Um, pretty sure we could draw out of a bag because next next week is Thanksgiving. Yes. Um, 
and my birthday, unfortunately. Uh, Fortunately, no, it's good. It's good. What day's your birthday? <laughs> the twenty eighth. Twenty eighth, nice. On Thanksgiving. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm, and oh I'm, man, it's always, not as bad as having your birthday on Christmas Eve or Christmas though. Ugh. <laughs> At least you offer. <laughs> yeah, and I'm turning. I'm turning. I'm turning the number that I was hoping to avoid for quite some time. So. Big <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, mine, mine's coming in May, dude. Ugh. <laughs> 89 man 89 and i'll never lose my toku burning passion <laughs> dude absolutely the toku the toku soul will always stay intact um but yeah is, um any did you have any other news that i might have missed because uh, i didn't really see any no. too much no uh, man that's good stuff I think we covered uh we covered all the bases and uh just want to reiterate it was cool seeing uh some toku cosplays the uh, cosplays at the con which you have pictures <laughs> I know, I wish, but, um, and, uh, yeah, it's, um, you know, I hope to actually go to, like, a Toku-specific dedicated con one day. That would be awesome. Um, they have, what, um, Power Morphicon? Uh, yeah, like, always uh, in uh, Texas. Morphicon, like, Power Fest, something yeah, along those Yeah, it's lines. always, like, freaking, like, the, what, what is, what is, what, what part of the states is considered the Texas and, like, whatever that is, like, Southwest? Yeah, like uh, it's always down there somewhere, or ca- California. So it's either California yeah. or Texas. <laughs> like Which never, is hard for us on the East Coast to get to. Like we might see, I think I've seen because I've seen, um, I've seen the guy that played Billy. I've seen the guy that played Zach, and I've seen another Ranger. First Zach or second yeah, Zach? Johnny Young Bosch or the original OG Black Power Ranger? Wait, no, it was only one Zach. Oh, sorry, my bad. Yeah. Adam, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had a dingus moment for a sec. Um, but uh, no, um, Walt, um, Walter Jones. Yes. And uh, David Yost. So I seen, I seen, I, I seen them. I talked to them, um, and I feel like I said, I've met some other people. But I, I, I did see Jason. I did meet Jason, David, and Frank years ago. And like when I tell you. When I tell you, grown men was in the room crying about how inspirational Jason David Frank was. I was just like, I was like, hey, go, hey, if that change, like, like just seeing him on screen change people's lives and motivate them to do like. And I'm like, that, that's 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 a lot of power. It's like as an actor, like Dude, they have people associated with. Yeah, absolutely. Like, he was a, like, his character was a hell of a role model for kids and adults alike. Oh, the evil guy that was uh, stealing people's girls. Because, because uh, wasn't because wasn't like Jason and uh, Kimberly like a thing at one point? Like they, they were crying, and then Tommy swoops in. And is like, man, I'm about to end this whole guy's career. Mister, steal your girl. Mister, <laughs> steal. Like, and didn't even and didn't even get with her, man. Because because according to the show's lore, he wound up like getting with somebody else, right? Like because in the uh, in the anniversary episode of um, yes, I think so. He was like he had a kid or something. I guess he's and they never showed her, but he had a kid. So. We'll see how that goes. Hey, Kimberly was my childhood crush. Just saying. (laughs) Kimberly Hart. Um, But yeah, man. Um, like I said, I'm 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 definitely gonna have, um, definitely gonna have build finish. Like I said before, if not tonight, tomorrow, and then I'll jump into Zio Hart. Um, did you? What what were you? What was your next? Uh, your next watch? Or you you watching everything is? Next watch. Uh, so I. I've, I gradually keep up with the stuff. Uh, I think I'm going to give... So I did Z.O. I think I want to give... Um, you watched all of Z.O.? Yeah. 
oh man i need to definitely need to catch up <laughs> yeah, I, I do it just a bit at a time as the episodes come out i find whatever site i can get to and yeah. then like boom it's good um so yeah it's not as much of a daunting process uh now i'll probably one of my I'll, I'll probably just go back to the one of the ones that i've wanted to finish but couldn't uh i don't even think i finished blade all the way through so cool i definitely want to give that a uh, rewatch <laughs> yeah i'm a sucker for card games and yeah they use cards yeah, you can't you can't go wrong with cards. And uh, probably one of the coolest writer designs, whole show, maybe like even a multiple series. Uh, Chalice, the guy's rocking the bow. Mm. I need I need to definitely look that up. Is that common writer Chalice? It's a cool series. I am looking that up, sir. <laughs> oh, but yeah, like I said, like, definitely. Um, We'll just, I guess, we'll report back next week with hopefully some some new uh, rider news, some new uh, oh, mass mass. Oh, dude, you know there's gonna be one. I think. Um, I mean, I know like uh, Rider Thouser, he's like right around the corner for the show for uh, Zero One, or he should be. Dude, I'm so tempted to just start watching that show, but I don't want to get caught until the week to week and like waiting for an episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, I'm with you on that. That's that's the only reason why I haven't really crushed it. Because I I just don't like to be like oh I gotta wait till next week like dude I don't wait uh, well it's yeah that's part of the thing and I guess that's a consequence of uh, our streaming culture now things like Netflix they pump out the whole show at once and then we can just plow through I the episode I don't I don't even mind like waiting week to week like because that's kind of how like like Disney Plus is doing that right and then Netflix yeah. is starting to With do the that Mandalorian. Now. Yeah, which I think is a really great idea. One because yep. that that main that maintains your subscriptions. Like, so people, we give you a week, but uh, we didn't tell you you was gonna uh, we going we gotta come back next week for the new <laughs> new episode. Like, gotcha. And um, Netflix is starting to do that with a lot of shows now. Yep. Um Which I mean, I, I don't I don't get I don't I don't mind that. You know what I mean? Like, or give me or like get do like some, for some shows where it makes sense. Like, give me half of it and then give me the half later. Like, well, yeah, depending on the show, sometimes like by its very design, it doesn't feel as good to watch it all at once as opposed to like spacing it out over a decent amount of time yeah and like i said i already feel like i got enough on my plate now that's why Seriously. i'm like that's why i'm like because just because there's so many rider shows that i want to watch and so many sentai shows that i want to watch I, I have the time so i'm not in any rush to like finish any of the the the, um, the other series because like i wanted to jump into the uh the space sentai one where they had like the 12 man team Yes, uh, the um, Q hundred, Q hundred, Q hundred, yeah, yeah. And I want to. I'm trying to buy a bunch of those toys while they on. Uh, set. That's the best time to buy toys too. Like the season after, when they're trying to clear everything up, everything yep. is is cheaper. It's like <laughs> the day after Halloween with candy. I dig yes, it. yes. But um, that's all I had for for this week's uh, episode. Did you yeah, man, that's one too. Yeah. Um. Anything else? Nope. Just want to say, uh, you know, as, as always, it's a pleasure discussing taku, Toku news and all that stuff with you, Terrell. A good week. Dude, you don't know how much I missed you. <laughs> I really had to get this out of my system. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, Seriously, for you, I mean, even with my circle of friends and all that, a uh, few people out there that are able to talk about Toku news. So it was like that, that itch I couldn't reach, but finally, boom. Yeah. I was I, I was trying to push this to my friends earlier, and I like I be posting pictures. I posted a picture of, like uh, uh, building a genius form, and they just like they just like nah, it's not happening. I was like, hey, I tried, man. I'm not trying to convert you to a religion or anything. I'm just trying to <laughs> I, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to uh, broaden you uncultured swine, uh, Un- uncultured <laughs> swine. <laughs> to some new some new territory. Eggs. 
I was no, like, man, good on you for trying. Props. I, was like, I was like, man, I listened to the whole Hamilton soundtrack, man. You can't, you can't give my show three episodes. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you're a good man for trying. I, I did. Uh, I'll keep trying. I want to, I want to save their souls. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that's gonna be, uh, that's gonna be it for uh, us on this episode of uh, Toku Geeks. Um, please, please, uh, as you listen to this, uh, give us some comments, give us some feedback on uh, how you want us to go forward with the show. Uh, give us, um, like I said, I'll, I'll post some comments on stuff like I've been doing on Twitter, uh, questions, and uh, we'll, we'll, I think we'll try to do like a, a question, a question of the week thing on Twitter. That way, we have uh, a little bit more of a space filler in the uh, in the episode as well. Um, matter of fact, while we're sitting here, you got a question? You got? You think of a question? Mm, can I think of a question? Huh. Like I guess mine would be um like let's see if I'm if I'm going at this from a viewer's perspective uh oh one question I had and uh what's your favorite uh, uh sentai opening Ooh yes okay I'm going to post that I got for that one too <laughs> I am going to post that favorite sentai opening that's a tough one Damn, what is my favorite sentai opening no right. I was, it's hard, it's, uh, hard to <laughs> I'll answer that next week, people. You know what I do know. About yeah, I'll answer it too. But um, so next question of the week, uh, we're gonna sort of here. What's your favorite Sentai opening? I'll post it on the Twitter, uh, Instagram, and everything like that, along with the episode. And um, we'll catch you guys uh, next week with the question of the week, and we'll read off your questions on the show. Um, don't forget to go to uh, aroundthegeek.com um, to to where the episodes are posted. Uh, I'll Podbean, um, Apple, uh, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Radio, and God knows where else we play, we post this. <laughs> um, and, uh, while you're at it, feel free to check out Pop Culture Bento, the main show I'm affiliated with, yes. and specifically Anime Airwaves, which uh, because of our early showing of uh, Weathering With You, we're going to be talking about that tomorrow's episode, so keep an eye out. And you can find me on Twitter at Bradley McGinn 2 2 now? It's 2? Two. 2. Yeah, I got to find the first guy and kill him. <laughs> too many Bradley McGinn's like out here. Highlighter, there can only be one. Cut your hair straight off. But right off. <laughs> that's gonna be it for us, guys. Uh, have a have a henshin good day and uh, enjoy the rest of your your podcast evening. <laughs> See ya. That's that's a good sign off. Not, right. not bad. <laughs> See ya.